Um, I'll think of something later now because I don't want to. I'll think of a good name for sure, though. All right. We're on the No Name podcast <laughs> at yeah. the moment because right now, uh, Jack of All Trades is a podcast at the moment. But I'm with right now Zach Adams, the one and only photographer Thank here you. at RET with me. <laughs> Um, both photography majors, but um, visual media, right? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm undecided. Undecided? Oh, but cool. likely visual media. Yeah, it's always the same major as well then. Um, so yeah, I, the reason why, mainly the reason why uh, I wanted to interview specifically is because you've started a YouTube channel recently. Right. And to me, that's obviously been really interesting uh, because, I mean, other things, it's like I don't find... What you talk about and what you do is obviously sim like not similar, but it's interesting to me at least because you're someone I know. Right. And yeah. and watching someone that I know is way more interesting than watching it on like Natural Geographic or something that's like typical. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Just someone you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and um I don't know, it's is you seem like you've really kind of started off pretty well for yourself right now because it's gotten over 500 views at this point yeah thanks i mean it's not a ton but it's no it's not something. bad for like the first try yeah no i don't that's still something <laughs> um yeah. and i basically want to know is uh what made you want to start that for yourself well um i've been thinking about starting a youtube channel for like a couple years now um basically i guess the deciding factor was the same reason I never started it like sooner is the mm. same reason I started it when I did. Basically, it was, I, I, I hate saying this, but it was more of a, a gear restriction, mm. and somewhat of a, and I guess more so just a, a skill restriction because, making you know like videos that, that are up to the standards that I like to shoot at is hard. It, it, you know. I don't. I didn't want to put out something that I didn't think looked good, and it took me a while to get there. I shot a lot of other videos for other people and for myself just to practice before yeah, doing sure. that. And even that video that I posted isn't perfect, you know, videography-wise, because the nature of uh, how that video goes for anyone who is listening that hasn't seen my video, it's basically an off-roading video. Me and my dad like to do a lot of off-roading together. Mm -hmm. And it was just me and him, each in our own car, so I didn't have another cameraman. So I had to record everything while I was driving, which is not easy. So a lot of it was GoPro footage. And GoPros, they're okay, but they're I'm not still listening, like... I'm so listening, don't worry. You're good. Um, GoPros, they're okay, but they're not, like, super good for video, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not perfect but it's something and i'm satisfied with how it looks but that's good up yeah. until this point i feel like i just haven't been able to put out something that i wanted to show everybody yeah and um the other thing was just like up until like last uh yeah last summer so maybe about six months ago now i had i didn't really have a camera that could shoot good video now i do um, 4k now right? yeah 4k now and then just better 1080 full frame 1080 now which is different um and now i do have a lens that can do video much better what kind of lens it's a uh nikon uh z series is the important part but it's a 35 millimeter f1.8 but the z series is nice because it's got a silent focusing motor so when you auto focus in video 
it's smooth and accurate, but it doesn't make any noise because the problem I have with a lot of my other lenses. What would you see that in, just to kind of explain? Um, well, any clip you're using the audio from, basically you'd hear just an incessant clicking noise from a normal lens. And there's actually clips in my YouTube video uh, that because I shot that before I got that lens, mm -hmm. um, there's clips in that video where you can hear this repeated clicking. It just sounds <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds like a lens clicking. Yeah. And uh, from, because, you know, the microphone's right above the lens from the yeah. autofocus. So um, there's none of that in the new lens. Uh, so that's nice uh, to have as well. And then I, I picked up a few other things recently, like a gimbal and a drone, just to add that you know, third dimension of footage. But anyway, back to why I started it now. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the, that is its own reason, just kind of the technical skill that I had to develop and then like actually acquire some gear helped. Um, but the reason I never like started a YouTube channel specifically was cause I just never felt comfortable. I always knew that if I started one, I would want me talking in it. And mm. I just don't think I really ever had the, the, I guess the confidence or just yeah, the, totally the ability to just put myself in front of camera and talk. And I don't know where it came from, but <laughs> I finally found it. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little bit awkward in that video, but it no, could be worse. Think, so, yeah, it could be a lot worse. So, you know, I'm getting there and I, I knew I just had to start somewhere and that was my start somewhere. So No, definitely. I think that's great, uh, especially with what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. It's just trying to do something with it. You right. Know, yeah. Um, you don't necessarily know where it's going to end up. Like I would love to do YouTube videos about cameras too, but Jeeps is where I started because I thought it was, you know, the easiest way to you start. It's home the most for you. Right. Uh, one sec. Yeah. Um, that's definitely, I don't, to me at least, I don't think you're awkward in it. Well, thanks. And you were really showing, you didn't show everything with what happened in this situation. I won't talk about everything with that yeah you know, i mean i don't want to give spoils away with no, the video. Well, basically my dad got stuck and yeah i ended up getting stuck almost stuck myself and frustrated and i ended up shutting the camera off which i wish i hadn't have done mm -hmm. but it was i don't know at the, at that point i thought there's a possibility we could be like stranded oh so yeah i didn't want to you know give anything away give me like one second because i gotta like shoot this yeah no worries you're fine that's going to sound really funny uh, to listen to. You were like, what the hell? What the hell's going on? Um, no, but it was like, it was interesting. Uh, well, I mean, that would have been interesting as an episode being stranded for 24 hours. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, uh, ironically, if we had been stranded, that would we make had, for a good episode. It would, and also we actually had everything we needed to be stranded. It just would have been a little awkward because we would have been camping in the mud because we actually have rooftop tents on the jeeps oh that's awesome So it would have been no problem we would just flip them up and camp on the mud i mean it would have been a little bit of a pain but that would have made for a hell of a video it would have um, good clickbait <laughs> yeah but uh no it, we escaped mostly my dad got some body damage but you can go watch that yourself yeah but but yeah. i think that's awesome that you showed yourself being frustrated yeah, it's it's hard, and there's some there's some clips cut cut out of that because yeah, no, we, I me that. and my dad are just we're we're intense people, and I don't some people might take that weird, yeah. so I just cut it cut the clips out. So yeah, the no, that's fair, but uh, I, I totally get that. So I know we we mostly look calm throughout it, um, and that wasn't always the case. So just so everyone knows, it's it wasn't always how how it went, but um, well, it's mostly representative of 
how that went. So yeah, you know. no, I think it's good that you kept it real, but not you were comfortable not showing everything. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, um, you can't always show like everything. It's just no. some of it's just personal. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. It's not reality TV you're trying to do. Just right. Trying. Yeah. You know. I mean, I just had the GoPro strapped to my head, so I didn't have any control over what I was court recording, what I wasn't. So. Yeah. But that's too. That's a nice thing too, because it, it, you know, it's it's real. Right. Uh, yeah. I got uh, acting. I mean. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got everything. I was able to just forget I was recording and got get everything. So. And it's not to say like other shows like Mountain Men or like Ice Road Truckers. Is, yeah. Like obviously that stuff's real, but it just feels like it. It's like oh shit, like the truck stuck again. Oh my god. And it's like an intense scene, and it's like yeah, right. Music has to be playing, and all this stuff has to happen, and it's like yeah. yeah. Like it's it's just repetitive. It's so like yeah, you know. yeah. I I know. I I purposely didn't put any music over getting yeah, stuck. Yeah, that's what I noticed too. Yeah, that's what I thought of right away. I was like, okay, I'm glad that's not the case, because it's just nice to have it not be that way. Because that's what everyone does. Right. You know. And I I took um, n I didn't like steal my channel or anything, but my inspiration channel partially. I would say my inspiration channel is a combination between Peter McKinnon and Matt's off <laughs> recovery. I, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, Peter McKinnon. Right. So P Peter's in there, but there's also a lot of this guy named Matt. Um, he he has Matt's off recovery, and he owns uh, Winder Towing in Hurricane, Utah, and his channel. He's got I don't know a lot of subscribers. Maybe you can pull it up real quick. Yeah, Just Matt's off recovery. Um, but he's got, you know, he's got a good amount of subscribers, um, and uh, he does the towing in addition to the YouTube. Uh, and yeah, there he is with the yellow Jeep right there. <laughs> and uh, he's always just very calm in his videos, and he, he, all his videos are recovering people for his towing business, but he's not, um, yeah, he, he's not amount. making, yeah, he's not making a big deal about it, you know, it's, it, he's just very calm and, and even tempered, and he never like, he never is like, oh, you're stupid for getting in this situation. He's always you know very professional and he's always like um you know we're gonna get you out and he gets him out and he doesn't you know charge him too much but i was like getting stuck i was chan channeling my inner matt here and uh yeah and in addition to just my film work being <laughs> inspired by peter um but yeah i, I would that. say that I, if i was gonna say what two channels i took inspiration from it would be those two and i would like to have a combination of the two yeah and uh peter mckinnon just i mean he's he's I mean, he he created his own like, what was it? Uh, uh, filter lens, right? It's yeah, yeah. He has a filter or? from Polar Pro. Um, it's a it's a variable ND. Yeah. And then he's got That's a couple awesome. coffee things from. Uh, yeah. Man, I, the Owl brand, whatever that is. Um, I feel James like James Coffee Co. Own. in Toronto. Like, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like everyone has their own coffee thing going. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. It is. And then what else? He has. He has like his own leather goods thing and then a couple oh. Benchmade knives, I want to say. Oh, that's and then awesome. he does have a picture on Canadian currency, which is really interesting. Really? Uh, yeah, they did a special edition coin with a picture of Lake Moraine, I believe, he took on there. That's awesome. Yeah, anyway, he's a big deal. Um, yeah, he... Um, he's got I like 5 million subscribers. Because uh, I, I know we talked about this before. Peter McKinnon's like the fastest growing YouTuber... Yeah, uh, I think he was the quickest to a million. Oh yeah, I I want to say, he is. I don't. Th I wouldn't say he's any longer the fastest growing. But, but um, and I'll look it up at least. Who uh, was? Is Kendrick Lamar 
Um, yeah, I mean, I heard about it. Um, yeah, I, I want to say I, it's, I the, it's he, the fastest growing to a million. I think he did it in under a year, which is pretty incredible. Uh, a chance. Let's see what that says at least. Uh, I mean, he makes 10 million of views a month, so that's roughly 30,000, well, to $50,000 per month. Yeah, he's wow. he makes a killing from it. Um, you know, if you get as big as him, you can make a lot from YouTube. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's weird. I can't find it necessarily, but... Um, yeah, I mean, don't worry about those. Yeah. It's, it's, I believe it's a year... Uh, it, and under a year, he hit a million, which I think was the fastest. Yeah, no, I'm just going to see if... Yeah, it's weird. It's not finding anything. Yeah, I mean, God, over 1.1 million in this. Uh, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it doesn't say so, but I mean, it definitely says he, he was growing pretty rapidly um, as a YouTuber. So, yeah, about yeah. the book. Um, yeah, this a book. This fast, is a little fast-paced, but... Um, it was a book, uh, obviously Frank Cost, uh, Dane Hughes, um, another professor who did 4D last semester. Okay, who is that? Um, um, shorter guy, brown hair. Kez? Yeah, I think Kez. Yeah, he's still doing it this semester. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, is that like the back cover? Yeah. Um, bunch of, yeah, it was... I remember that. Yeah, we had to come to a vote what the front cover and the back cover was. Well, um, I was up for voting for it, too. Uh, I, mine, I forget what the picture was, but I think it was something, like, photo science related. And I was up for, like, either being the title of it or the back cover. Cool. Didn't get to be chosen. It was fine, though, because people really just don't like uh, photo science as much. Um, yeah, I I think there's a, a disconnect between the programs to some degree. I mean, I think... Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I mean... No, it feels this. That feels yeah. that way. And it just feels like it, it goes into totally different jobs than mm -hmm. you'd expect. I mean, even PJ and Ad, there's a little bit of a disconnect. I mean, not as much, but... Yeah, not as much. Um, but yeah, those all those people I mentioned, Frank, uh, all those people are pretty popular photographer for professors yeah well i mean RIT. frank's thing is to some degree and like books yeah so frank's he's the book guy for sure so when he was making this book he was talking about everything you would need to know about publishing a book it being on amazon even if you wanted to well everything like he was talking about it there and at that time i didn't really know him too well i just thought he was kind of a i don't know like he was just the guy in the back who just did uh things for RET as like assisting, yeah. you know. Well, as it turns out, you know, he's like the head of visual yeah, media. Yeah, he's so. the head of visual media. So that yeah. was really, I mean, he's a really uh, awesome, his Instagram, you should definitely check out his, his Instagram is pretty awesome too. Yeah, it's funny. I, I love his Instagram. Um, it's so funny. Interestingly enough, Frank is who I went to RET Day of Photo when it was still a thing, I think two years ago. Probably the same, no, but it, was, it would have been before this. Um, in 2018, I think, and uh, me and Michaela both went there. 
Oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, we've been together for that long. quite but, some uh, time. Yeah, but uh, the he was the one who did my portfolio review, so he was actually probably like the first person at RIT to be exposed to my work. So that's awesome. Yeah, um, that's really cool. I sat down with him. He was the first like that's awesome. You know, real professor I talked to uh, at RIT, and I I don't know Frank is a good guy, and I haven't talked to him since, but. Um, I definitely will <laughs> soon, so uh, I got to talk to him about visual media. I was saying I was undecided. Um, that's because I want to take ad photo classes, but I also want to take video and business classes. And that, honestly, the easiest way to do that is with visual media. There's kind of a, I, there's not like an official track for it, but I've heard of some people replacing visual media's graphic design classes with video classes, so that's like what I'm gonna do. That's what I hope too with the business aspects of things, and I think you told me that someone did that. Yeah, well. Um, with well, Frank, talking to Frank about. Yeah, you have to talk to Frank. Um, I have to talk to Frank myself and make sure it's possible still. Yeah, no, uh, so. for sure. I'm gonna talk, because it's like, it's really sad how the photography doesn't, um, the photography major doesn't really offer any video classes other than 4D at this point. Yes. Um, that can be kind of upsetting. Yeah, uh, it is. I think they they should offer more. They uh, should absolutely, yeah. There's absolutely. a new class. I don't know if you know about this. You might. No. That's called, I, I think it's just called Video for Photographers. Um, <laughs> Interesting. And it's newer. But uh, that's supposed to, that, that's going to be a new thing. So. Great, because I, um, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it would be great immersion. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I wish you could do a video immersion. That would kind of change the game. I'm now, yeah, that really would. Because yeah. right now, there's film of studies, but that is like... That's not even dead. close. It's know? not even close. Yeah. It's just watching films. And right. That, that's like... It would be okay if it was a semester class, but it's really a, a, ma a major... Uh, well, yeah, a minor you could take. Yeah. And that's not really ideal. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, uh, in the book itself... Um, uh, I want to at least go to my part. Okay, yeah, let's take a look. <laughs> I know that's kind of whack, but... That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, you can look for yourself. Okay. Let's, I don't know what see. he said about... Oh, no, I uh, I think I chose to say... I think they were asking us to have... So um, did you write this about yourself, then? I think so. Okay. I could be wrong. I'll have to look at it again, just but you can look at it first, at least. Yeah, I'm reading it here. But yeah, uh, it was a really, uh, it was a fun time. Like it was, it was a lot of uh, positivity with what uh, photography was going to be like. And um, I, oh God, I, if anyone was going to be there, I really wish it was Clay Patrick. Because God, that would have been such a great guy to meet. At this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, I have yet to meet him, but he's. He's interesting. He's, he's talked cool to me guy. like once or twice. He has no, like, he doesn't know me at all. We were just huh, strangers cool. talking. And I'm like, bro, you've, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, he's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. He's um, a, he's a cool guy. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's when I was just starting with some photography in that. And, um, yeah, that's cool though. I, I like it. Um, it's a cool, uh, you know, little section that you have there. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, it was a cool thing to have started and, um, definitely, um, I got other books, but, uh, okay, yeah. um, one that I definitely, uh, you can look at it a bit too. I don't really care. Right. Yeah. I've seen this one before. This one. Sure. 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I think it's so fast. I only let you have it for like a day. That's fine. Um, I, I, you know, I, I looked at it uh, for yeah. sure. But it's a this... photo art book, and um, it's by Joel Sator. Sator, right? Sartor. I think it's Sartor. Yeah, Sartor. Uh, you know, it's the they photographed all the animals. Yeah. Basically, so National Geographic. Yeah, the book itself is basically. Um, it's not. It, it's just about taking pictures of every animal in the world. Um, especially uh, addressing the ones. They have little, like, paragraphs or little uh, responses of why certain animals are going extinct, like certain Yeah, they, I think a lot of these are endangered. I... Yeah, but at this time now, it's it's gotten a lot better because with COVID, it's um, the one thing that's come out of it, at least, is that endangered some endangered species have gotten... Um, yeah, that's have interesting. In I heard population. about that, yeah. Uh, tigers, I think, being one of them. Interesting. And he, there's, I recommend, there's a 60 Minutes episode with him in it. Oh, wow. And Yellowstone Park, which is where a lot of the wolf population is now. Right. And increasing that that population. That's interesting what they did there. I've been to Yellowstone. Um, Really? What was that like? It's cool. Uh, Yellowstone and pretty much most national parks are always quite touristy, which always tends to bother me, but... um, Yellowstone is beautiful, and there's, uh, I mean, even with all the tours, there's still more wildlife there than I've ever seen. Um, and uh, Yellowstone is really cool. Um, That's glad to hear. Um, yeah, it's a good place to go, especially to photograph wildlife, and there's good landscapes there. And then its neighboring park, the Grand Tetons, is also very cool. That's awesome. Um, and then, as far as what they did with the wolves, um, it was interesting. I think they did go extinct there, and then they reintroduced them or something when when it was ready and it worked. I believe. Uh, there, there's an interesting thing about that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Just to see. Yeah, I think that's maybe true, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, you don't um, want, don't put it in the podcast if it's not true. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure. No, yeah, um, I think you're right, but. Um, yeah, sometime in the '70s, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think that's true. Um, or like they almost went extinct and then they added more or something, but. Uh, yeah, they were removed. You're yep, right. that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right, because at that point, what happened was they messed up what the the cycle was there. Yes. Yeah. And, um, there was like problems with mm-hmm. the grass or like something well they're like that. they're there again so yeah they're, they're there again yeah. and they're helping out the, right. like, the system with yeah killing off prey right and preventing yeah the natural system that's supposed to be happening there right and that's sort of a thing with not every ecosystem or every place but I think at least with um, with the um, photo art book at least um, it's hard to tell where exactly. Uh, the result of it, the impact would be if um, certain animals were. Yeah, uh, interrupting the food chain is never a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and it's obviously it just it's a good it's obviously important for uh, uh, the, the experts to be cautious, right? Um, with how, I mean, in this case, it worked. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's more of a situation where. Uh, it's kind of solving uh, a problem in a situation and kind of having to um, 
to have that situation resolved by, in this case, having wolves introduced again into Yellowstone um, itself. And also with it, it was like a lot of tourists, like you said, right. um, just visiting and taking pictures of every of the wildlife itself. And I think people are making like huge profits off of it, who've uh, gone on these trails with photographers, a tourist itself. And it's sad because um, I went on an Alaskan cruise, um, like I'll say it was like three summers ago at this point. Um, and the wildlife there was like barely anything like you'd see a you see an otter at one point you see an eagle that's it like yeah it's, it's sad i know it's just the the forest you're looking at and just the waters but it's like nothing yeah there's a there are some parts of alaska though um lake clark alaska but you know you have to you can't really go back there without having a guide that carries like a shotgun because no, there's yeah. a lot of bears back there. Yeah, so. that's true. I'm not kidding. You, you actually like it's not recommended you go back there without like really? weapons. So wow, um, there's quite a few grizzlies in that area. But that is somewhere that I would like to go. I believe you have to get helicoptered in. Um, you can't drive in. So, but fun fact about it: Alaska is the deadliest state. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Deadly state because yeah. of how the law system is pretty much broken there. Right. You know, there's a, actually a corner of Yellowstone where you can legally murder somebody. Really? Yeah. There, it's in between a couple of jurisdictions, which makes it impossible for anyone in that corner to have a jury of their peers because there's no right. residents in that area. So if someone were to make an arrest or, yeah, well, like if you were to kill someone mm -hmm. there and get arrested there, mm -hmm. you would not be able to have a trial with a jury or your peers, which is... That's interesting. Yeah, and you couldn't... Apparently, it, there's a judge who said that in court, it, that likely would not be upheld and you would go to jail. So don't try it. But <laughs> it, like, it, there's like a technical loophole. I don't think, according to the, this one judge, it wouldn't actually work. But we don't know because no one's ever done it. So yeah, it's called like... I forget what it's called. It's... Um, but you can look up just like part of Yellowstone. You can murder someone in, and it, and it comes up. Like, it's called something weird. Um, um, part where you can murder. <laughs> the, no, yeah, the, the zone, zone of death. death. <laughs> yeah, the zone of death in Yellowstone. Oh my That's god, it is. Um, that is nuts. Yep. It's, yeah, how big is it? 50 square yep. miles? Yep. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's a, I, I didn't go there when I was in Yellowstone. It's a loophole yeah. in the Constitution of the United States. Yep. Why would they make that? Well, it, it's, it was an accident, I believe. It's basically because... Um, Can you hear me in my backpack? Yeah, Sorry. sure. Thanks. There's like stuff in there. Where is it? Oh, right there. No. Thanks. Thanks. So why would they make that? Basically, it's a... It's kind of a mistake, I would say. That it's just because of the jurisdictions of, and like the county zones. So, the way because I believe, like, part of whatever state, what state is still left of Wyoming? What state is like the Wyoming? Is it is it Utah? It might be Utah. Anyway, whatever state is still left of Wyoming has a sliver of Yellowstone National Park in it. And and uh, because of oh, that, wait, or yeah, no, one of their counties goes in or something. Okay. Yeah, there it is. So Idaho, yep. Okay. Idaho. So because Yellowstone overlaps into like into 
Idaho. Just a sliver. Yeah, it's just this little sliver. And because of the way, because there's no, yeah, so the technical reason is because there's it's no really people who live in that sliver because it's in a different state. There's no way to have a jury of your peers because legally a jury of your peers is like people who live in your jurisdiction. So it's a, it's a landscape error. Like yeah, it's basically it's basically like a glitch, and so. they just don't know what the hell to do with it. Right. So basically, probably what would happen is they would assemble a jury of peers by using people from Idaho near and people from Yellowstone near. So, in reality, it's probably not what people call it. But in technicality, if you had a good enough lawyer, you might be able to get away with murder. So. Um, don't try that. I'm yeah, not condoning no. murder, but really it's just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's so. fascinating. I think that yeah. the smaller things like that are always interesting. There's other places in the world, in the United States. I forget where specifically. It was a place that Mr. Beast went to. Interesting. Um, let me see. It's called. Sure, there's plenty of countries you can get away with murder no. in, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> Hang on. Oh, it's Slab City. That's so weird. Okay, Slum, Slab City, Slab City. Cool. <laughs> what a name. Interesting. I just want to see. Yeah, it's Lawless. Um, they had some interesting things there. Uh, yeah, it's again, it's pretty like wow, wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's but they had like I don't know it's like they have good times there it's nothing that's like really that crazy um go on um they have like events interesting yeah I mean they they probably do a lot of those kind of conventions of like not steampunk Mad Max oh yeah kind of stuff go on there interesting yeah that's that's really interesting yeah again like cool shit. I would yeah. I would love to just do a, a photo series. I mean I'm sure it's already done enough, but right. um it would be interesting to to do something related to that specifically. But because it, it's just cool stuff for sure. Um yeah, Dan's a photo major as well. He just was confused as why what was going on. <laughs> oh, even this. Yeah, I love it. Oh my, yeah. And Crazy um, Town. Yeah, crazy town for sure. Uh, that's one. That's another I, I remember hearing about. But yeah, I didn't know about the Yellowstone one either. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, and the other books I have, obviously, Humans of New York, uh, a, fam a pretty famous one, actually, uh, by Brandon uh, Stanton. Um, and a sequel to it, Humans, where he, he went across, like, across the world um, doing portraits of people. Uh, New York, Paris... Uh, Hong Kong, uh, Juba, like so many places. Um, it's crazy. Uh, if you want to look at any of them, by cool. all means. Yeah, sure. If not, uh, and <laughs> another Barnes and Noble exclusive. Nice. Um, I love Barnes and Noble. Yeah, my mom works there actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, not telling what store because I would prefer people not to know that. <laughs> Ideally. Um, and the photo arc as well is a Barnes and Noble exclusive edition. So yeah, it's just really cool stuff. Does your mom work at RIT too? No. Oh, okay. 
She was close. She worked at a lot of places, but uh, not everything. No, that's my friend Jared who worked. His mom worked here. That's oh, really interesting. Um, I forget. I apologize. No, no worries. You're fine. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Cool. It's definitely a, more like, you know, PJ's side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Interesting. And that one, it feels more, uh, it hits it hits home more. I looked at that a lot more recently. Yeah. Interesting. But it, it just kind of like, I don't know, the picture really tells something interesting. Right. And the people in it, sorry, my audio is going to be a little whack for a sec because I'm just moving it. Um, try to have it sound better. Just try to help move it closer. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean. This is a great one. That's my boss. Gotta go. And then it's this guy. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah. Again, it's uh, it's really interesting stuff that yeah. they talk about. And, I uh, can like hear his voice. I'm going to take a picture of this page. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's interesting. I see what you mean though. Like there's just so like it's. He perfectly matches up the picture with the text. Yeah, I, I almost imagine this guy sounding like Stanley from The Office. Yeah. Like, there's just so many uh, great uh, ones. And there's just one, like, of this teen couple. And the photographer asks them if they're a couple or not. And the guy says no. But the girl's like, I don't know, are we? And it's just <laughs> like, funny. it's just them uh, being uh, cute. <laughs> um, so now, uh, this part of the podcast where I'm going to ask, I don't know, I, there's different songs. I'm just going to ask yeah, you what you I, think I is best. Yeah, I use Epidemic um, I had in the past. And we're just going to see when you think would be best for the podcast. A little I like too one, actually. I'm not a fan of that one as much, but not this one. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It's okay. class. I think that's like a classical one. Yeah. No. Maybe not that one. I'll listen to this one fully again. Are you going to put this like under the are talking or like what like where is this going at the start okay so you're not gonna play very much of it then no not very much of it so maybe there's a part of it also it's pretty low is that okay that it's low like that i mean i think so all right cool you'll have to see how it comes out yeah no i think it'll be fine yeah uh but yeah Yeah, i like that one yeah that'd be my vote you can you can choose a different one it's up to you no No, I'm gonna I'm gonna decipher it a bit more and maybe choose something in that, because yeah, again the other ones are just like yeah not for me, and the only problem with it is that it would I would have to be um I would have to use like the link and stuff for it, um, so I don't get copyright strike for it, um, so I basically be gaining no profit from the podcast if right. I used it, uh, which would be fine at, at this point because uh, if it got any bigger. Um, I would probably switch it and gotcha. try something yeah. different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk. There's stuff you've been doing recently um, with uh, bird photography. 
yeah uh, specifically and uh i mean it, it, it seemed like you did a lot of it during the winter break yeah um, yeah it's one of the things i like to do uh kind of just in my backyard oh really yeah that's, that's actually where i shoot a lot of those birds most of them uh what's made you like that more? i don't know that that's an interesting question to ask um it's a good question to ask, but it's interesting <laughs> because you. I don't know how to answer it. Um, <laughs> I don't really have an answer for it. I, I just, I, I like nature. I like wildlife. And there was something about, you know, when I first got my first, like, DSLR, it was a Nikon D7200. I had a 18 to 250, just kind of all in one zoom. And I was just always had fun taking pictures of the birds with that. I mean, they were terrible pictures because 250 millimeters is not enough for bird pictures, so... Um, and I eventually just went to a 150 to 600 millimeter and I, you know, I just enjoy it. It's, it's kind of, it's the one thing I photograph that I, I guess I shouldn't say this because there's actually a lot of wildlife photographers who do it as a career, but it's not yeah. something I would want to turn into a career because it's something that I can always go back to that. I enjoy photographing even when I'm burned out mm -hmm. of making stuff. And uh, it's interesting because a lot of photographers talk about, especially in college, talk about, you know, and, and I guess for that matter, just people who do it as a career talk about, you know, getting tired of photography after their career. And, and it's a big problem because it, you can get tired of creating stuff really easily, especially yeah. when it's something you're passionate about and mm -hmm. then you're doing it for work all of a sudden and mm -hmm. you have to make money with it and then you have to shoot for what what other people want to see. And for me... Wildlife photography is the is the one thing where that that doesn't apply. And yeah, sure, some sometimes that that doesn't apply to like if I'm taking a picture of my Jeep or if I'm taking a, like a landscape shot. But wildlife photography is the one thing I've always done for myself just because I enjoy it, and it's just something do I you really consider enjoy. it to just be like a relaxing hobby. Yeah, I do. It's very relaxing. I can you know kind of connect with nature. I can and, see that. Yeah. And just kind of get those intimate shots of the birds, and it, it's just something I enjoy doing. And I just leave my camera set up on my kitchen table. It's a telephoto. And I, it and I walk out. It's a telephoto. I'm guessing, yeah. right? Okay, I figured. Yeah, they have really good quality. Um, yeah. I know telephoto lenses are supposed to be when. Right. It's a six, it's a six hundred millimeter that I yeah. use. So that's. Yeah. So that being more for sports photography yeah um, wildlife you know. wildlife just so people know um yeah yep. uh 600 probably quite a bit would you consider paparazzi kind of work as well or no oh uh, yeah i mean sure uh, a lot of paparazzi photographers are actually more likely to use a 17 to 200 because it's a little smaller so yeah um so yeah that kind of work um and yeah i mean it's it's been interesting to see that because um you know, I, I think it's really cool that you're uh, deciding to go different routes with it. Um, yeah, it, it's just something that I've always enjoyed doing. And I mean, I guess if I could make, you know, a substantial income doing wildlife photography, I would. But I think it might be easier to get a substantial income from just photography in general. So. Would you ever consider doing, not necessarily photo arc, but a book on bird, like bird specifically? Yeah, I, that being I actually National have, Geographic. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I thought about one time kind of just making it like a guidebook and photographing every bird species that's in Michigan. Um, but there, oh. I mean, there's plenty of those, so it just would be like, it wouldn't be that unique. But I don't know. I feel like, when, when was the last book published? Was... They, they updated pretty frequently. Oh, really? So it, yeah, there's, it, it's a pretty saturated market. So 
like maybe I could do it for fun, but I more interestingly, I, I wanted to challenge myself to take one of those books that's already out there and photograph every bird in that book, but like make the pictures better, you know, than, mm. than that were already there, mm. or at least get every bird. Some of them are really rare. Like in Michigan, we have um, a bird called the Scarlet Tanager, which is a a beautiful. It's a it's a, about the size of a goldfinch, but um, it's its body is bright red, and uh, the wings are, are dark black. It's I've seen one once, and I got kind of a crappy picture of it, but they're really cool the birds. Yeah, the, yeah, especially like mm. that. You know, uh, so I saw one one time, and they're they're really rare, but they're very beautiful. They're very. It's like a red. Yeah. The, the wings are black, and it's like the whole body. Is it's just very red. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. To be honest, this looks cooler than a robin in some ways. Yeah, um, or, or a cardinal is the most similar. Because the, uh, the red. Because I don't know, having the wings black like that is. I know it's, it's very interesting, cool. isn't it? It's interesting. It's and they're interesting. small, you know. They're they're very cool. Ha, is the population? Um, look at the population. Yeah, try try Michigan Michigan population. Um, as far as I'm concerned, they're quite they're pretty rare. But um, I saw uh, one one time in Traverse City. Seeing if there's any, oh, they're fairly common in oak forest in the summer, but, um, but the, oh, but they often remain out of sight as they forage, yeah, yeah in the leafy upper branch. So they're so okay, they so stay they're high. Not at so least endangered that, that explains or, it. So they're not rare. They're just hard to photograph because yeah. they're up in the trees. So. Okay, interesting. That That's good to know it. at least. Yeah. Um, well, that that eases my concern a little bit because it's always been a goal to photograph one of those like get a good shot but i actually have a picture of one it's just not a very good photo so did you ever post it or did no no it's it's just it's terrible you can just (laughs) i I would have to tell you it's it's a scarlet tanager i think it's like blurry and i don't know it's not a good it's not no i i get it but um um, but i mean it's there and i also have have an owl that's like that's awesome but it's it's a terrible photo it looks like i took it on my iphone it's bad (laughs) Um, but I have I have both those photos and it's always been my goal to like make a better photo of what I already took. So. Will you ever decide to have your lens cap off for those kind of specific situations once you're out? Then like, because uh, what do you mean? So Gregory, he's a professor. Yeah. He told us in like a lecture class that yeah. he prefers to have his lens cap off. Oh yeah, at I, all tend, times. I don't really bring my lens caps with me. When I'm oh here. really? I, I, I always find that the wackiest thing. Yeah, but I, I actually like, leave most of my lenses uncovered, which which is dangerous because I have a f- few lenses that are like decently yeah. expensive and. Yeah. I, but I yeah I don't I don't put a lot of lens caps. In fact, I See, lose them all the time. See that confuses me so much. Yeah, I, I actually I just bought a new one for my 600 millimeter and I might have lost it already. Like I, I oh my god! I don't, and those are huge. Like it's a ninety-five millimeter. It's like the size of a small pancake. So <laughs> small pancake. I, yeah, I don't. I, I I do not leave the lens cap on. It's way too hard to take off. Well, I'll be fine so, at least. I, I like when I'm shooting wildlife. I I don't have the lens cap on. I already have the lens extended to six hundred millimeters, and most of the time I leave the camera on. So that's good. Yeah. So that's how I shoot. So yes, I do leave my lens cap off. I mean, on my smaller lenses, especially the ones where like the front element sticks mm-hmm. out a little bit. I keep it on always. But. That's good. Because my, uh, my 15 millimeter... What kind of lens was that? Like the one you were just talking about? Where it sticks out more? Yeah. Um, so that's what I was just going to say. My 15 millimeter Irix lens is a wide angle and it kind of has like that fisheye where it sticks out. 
Mm-hmm. And so I always keep the lens cap on that one because that one is very fragile, so it needs you to scratch. So it's a that's a wide angle lens. It kind of looks like a GoPro, but with less distortion. So interesting. Um, yeah, and Dan, the guy that just kind of drove the podcast, but yeah. it's fine. Funny guy. Uh, he does the same thing all yeah. the time. You, you, it's like his iconic thing now. It's like you just see him with it, his camera with yeah, him. Yeah, he always has his camera. Lens I, off. I respect that about him a lot. Yeah, I do too. Even though I'm like, again, still confused about it, but at the same time, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's just important. Yeah, um, I mean, as long as you're not leaving your sensor exposed, it's not a huge deal. You can wipe off the yeah. front of your lens. Yeah. I've actually, in Yellowstone, um, my... Uh, 24 to 70 millimeter specifically what yeah. no continue yeah in yeah no i was just explaining yeah, yeah it, it, we were pulled off on the side of the road to take a photo of, of a uh uh bighorn sheep bighorn sheep i believe yes bighorn sheep bighorn sheep yes <laughs> that's what it's called um hang on I feel so stupid looking it up. Oh, okay. Yep, bighorn so sheep. So we okay. pull over taking a picture of a bighorn sheep and it's babies. Are they ever like, um, aren't they like rate, like aren't they known to be aggressive? Oh, wait a minute. Or? It might not be a bighorn sheep. Look up, look up just like animals in Yellowstone and I'll tell you what it was. Okay. It might be some kind of goat. Goat. Okay. Yeah. No, um... Not a pronghorn. Being more cheap, at least there. God, there's a lot of them. Yeah, cougar. It wasn't a mountain goat. <laughs> it would have funny if we were like, oh, cougar. Cougar. I have I wanted to see a cougar. It was not oh, a that's wild. Goat. Yeah. No, I don't know what one name is yet, but. Uh, God, there's so many animals. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's there. It's a. Uh, uh, let me just find. The name yeah, that's okay. Um, that's anyway, okay, here, I'll just say it this way. We were stopped on the side of the road to take a picture of, I think it was a bighorn sheep. Okay, yeah. I, it might have been like a female bighorn sheep or something. No, that's fine. It doesn't look like the ones we were just looking at. But yeah. um, the picture is on my Instagram if you scroll all the way down and someone can identify it for me. But um, <laughs> I think I figured yeah. it out at one point. But. Um, Anyway, we were in such a rush, and yeah. my 24 or 70 millimeter, which is just a standard lens, ended up flying out of the car oh, shit. onto the concrete. Oh my god! No, like no lens cap, I don't think. And yeah. it was fine. Nothing ever happened to it. It was just fine. And that's a hefty lens too, so it had quite a weight hitting the ground there. And it was uh-huh. fine. So like after that, I was like, okay, I'm only gonna have my lens cap on if I'm like putting it in my bag again. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. leave it off or leave it on while I'm walking around. So. So that's that's the moment you felt like, okay, why do I how do I have this thing on? Yeah, (laughs) it's just like okay, if it can fly out of a car, it can be okay walking around in my hand. I probably have that moment too, honestly. Um, So that's okay, I totally get it. Right. And then a couple of my lenses, like especially the six hundred, if the if the front glass piece breaks or gets scratched or anything, there's literally a couple screws and you can just take it off and put a new one on. So it's like Yeah, there's definitely ways around it I've seen or I've heard about. Right. Uh, especially if you have uh, a UV filter or something. That's... Yeah, I, I had tried having like clear filters at one point, and I just thought they didn't do, the, they screwed up the image quality. Really? So, yeah, I took them off. I actually broke one and then took it off. I have one myself still, but yeah, yeah. I'll uh, consider that. 
Yeah, that that might just be because I was being like very nitpicky, but um, and it depends on the kind you have too. Because if you have a good one, it doesn't matter. So. Yeah, I think I've I've had one that's been reliable to me. But yeah, yeah I I see what you mean. Um, for that, for specifically, I do see what you mean. Yeah. Um. I forget. So <laughs> back to, um, picture day. No, what was it? The day you went to RIT the first time, Frank. Goss. Yeah, uh, RIT day photo. RIT day photo. I went on portfolio day or something like that. And what's up? I was just seeing oh. how much. We're at fifty three minutes. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you have to go soon? Or no. Like that? All right. Cool. I just I didn't know how long you wanted to do. Oh yeah, probably. I don't know. Forty five. Hard to say, but okay. Um, uh it was portfolio day and obviously RIT was there and they didn't they didn't really have like a person looking over photo stuff i okay. mean there was definitely a guy there that like looked at it and seeing if he was something i should submit or not yeah and it was ted really well yeah and i was like oh man I, i'm in line and i'm i had a pretty bad day there because i didn't bring i brought a hard drive but i didn't bring my laptop oh, and they yeah. wanted you to bring both I just showed him on my phone. I literally showed Frank my Instagram. <laughs> That's I, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm, this is a bad day. And my yeah. dad had to go all the way back to get the laptop. He brought a laptop. Oh, yeah. It was my mom's laptop. <laughs> but I had the hard drive at least so I could get on. And I showed, I showed him my stuff. And he was fine. Like, he was being probably the best he could. He was giving solid advice and stuff yeah. with things, and he was like, "Well, he's, he's photo sciences too. That probably wasn't exactly what you probably, but he was just trying to pretend like he knew <laughs> what he was doing at least. Yeah, not to throw shade at him because he is still my professor. <laughs> yeah, but it was definitely it was just kind of like a professor tactic anyway. Just be like, I don't know, ru- not ruthless, but definitely stern with things. Interesting. Uh, someone in front of me had a lot of good stuff, though, like a lot of work laid out to him. And uh, obviously, um, I mean, she was she was in the book too. Um, she was. I don't know why I forget her name, but and she's lo- she's local. She uh, went to Mercy. Um, I won't mention her name because. Fairly, I don't know how. Where's the front? There's the front. Uh, was her. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, and she had she had pretty good work actually. Cool. Um, let me just find her. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought she had great stuff. You can look at yourself if you want. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, she had a lot of different work. Um. And, and he he was just the same way cool. to me as he was to her. Yeah, interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I felt like I had a really bad day that day for a minute. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I basically had a good experience. It was quite the drive out here, you know, because we had to come from Michigan, so. Yeah, but after that, I was like, oh, whatever, I'll, I'll probably be fine, and I'll maybe get in some local in my, in my Yeah, dad. well, it's cool that you got in, you know. Yeah, no, I'm very grateful. And yeah. It's been a great journey from here. Um, and so now even, uh, a little off topic now, but um, uh, the job I was telling you about, uh, hoping to get in the summer, um, it's just a great experience because at this point I looked at uh, Jen, uh, Jen Poji. If you ever need to talk to anyone about 
uh, um, ideas for a co-op or anything like that. She's the best person to talk to, but right. I could either that or just send you a link to uh, a bunch of stuff she's already sent me um, regarding things to like look at for experience. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't a lot, but it was definitely stuff that like really helps. Yeah, yeah, uh, I definitely talked to her. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, besides that, uh, the job being the summer job. Right, that's cool, yeah, the, the camp, right? Yeah, the camp. Uh, was is really interesting uh and i'm having a meeting for that uh tuesday cool and it's weird it's a weird um it's weird how like humongous i'll show you it's weird how humongous the camp is gotcha yeah. um because again they have like a ton of different stuff also i'm like hungry so i haven't <laughs> eaten dinner yet that's okay um I'll have my assistant get you now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had an assistant. Yeah. So I don't know, like how. No, we'll we'll cut it. We'll cut it in like ten minutes or something. Okay. If, if that's cool with you. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Again, like large ass camp. Yeah. Well, that's big. That's cool. I don't know. Like I know it's. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's gonna be a fun job for you. Cool. I'm just. I really like more than anything. I would do to yeah. uh, uh, do this because. Um, one again it's like they pay the salary for it um and i wouldn't be watching over any kids or anything like that even though i, I actually right. do have, i do have experience in that area um i do have a lot of experience in that area but um i don't i don't really want to do that <laughs> um and i'm going to be working pretty much full time there with uh, gotcha. two other friends that I've already known really well, and they're like, "You you need to sign up for this. This is a golden opportunity right now. Um, it's for it's. I don't know if it would count as a co-op necessarily. Right, but but it's cool though. Oh yeah, definitely. And if it was anything, um, I would definitely want to do this. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, so uh, a a big question. I don't know if you've already been asked this, um, but what made you really want to do photography just um, flat out <laughs> well my grandpa was a professional photographer on my mom's side and uh, he passed away uh, a couple of years ago now but up until then you know he kind of taught me a lot and uh i was inspired by him and uh i've been you know kind of photographing since i was pretty young I had my first camera when i was like five and uh, i just enjoyed kind of screwing around with it and then i went to australia with a Nikon point-and-shoot camera. That's really awesome. Yeah, that was a fun trip, and I took some photos. I was like, oh, I want to get into this more, and then I got a DSLR. I went to Seattle. I took some cool photos, and then I was like, okay, maybe I like really, really want to do this. And this is at a time where I basically thought I was going to be a business major. And, really? Uh, yeah. And, uh, I cannot the, picture that. <laughs> yeah, I almost ended up being a business major, actually. Um, and uh, up until, you know, it just sometime during junior year I decided that I just wanted to be like full-on photography and then get a business minor and it's really just something I, I enjoy doing and, and I see myself being able to profit off of and that that I think was the, the nice mix for me is that I think I can profit off of it and I also enjoy it um, and uh, I don't know I so far I love being at school for photography it's just something I really enjoy and uh, it's it's great. You felt like it's been the right decision for you. It has been the right decision. Definitely. That's good. Um, That's good. That's really good. I think uh, because I mean, 
I don't know. I, I just see, like, I, I think you could have definitely gone the route of not, I mean, I don't I know other people don't. For me, at least, I see you going the route. I mean, either way, you could have went with not going the college route of things. Yeah, to me, at least, I, I've well, seen I considered that. that. I, I actually, it took me a while to decide that I wanted to go to college, and then this was, like, pretty much the only place I wanted to go, because um, I wanted to be able to... It's, I mean, it's close to number one place to go, for sure. Yeah, it, I wanted to be able to have a photography education and a business education, and that can happen here, so... So, yeah, that definitely works. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I think, I mean, it's not wrong to go to the college route, but I, I've thought of it, too. I think a lot of even people think about it at least yeah and it's it's totally valid both in today's world in general and just our field in general photography there's a, a lot of successful photographers either yeah. didn't go to college or didn't go to college for photography so yeah it's just every you know a lot of things are possible um, absolutely and uh yeah the reason i chose to go to college as a photographer is first of all because um you know, my parents are helping me out financially, so I'm not going to be in a ton of debt. And, and I think if if I and I don't want to make college completely a business transaction about money because it is more than that. But a it's, big thing for me was like if I was going to be in a lot of debt, if I was going to have to pay for RIT out of pocket myself and like work for it. And not that I won't work for it. I'm working to be here. And yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm here. But yeah, that's if you were to be in debt as a photographer, it's going to take you a lot longer to get out of debt than if you were to go to college to be a doctor or something. And and I think at that yeah, point, sure. I would have just not yeah. went the college route. And as much as I hate to say that, it's kind of how our education system is set up, it especially is. in the art field. Yeah. So thankfully, my parents are well off enough to, to help me out. And um, that's yeah. that was a big factor in it. And um, yeah. then the other reason is because I seriously, there was like, a couple days where I was like, for sure, I'm just not going to go to college. And in that time, I realized like, damn, I am not ready to <laughs> just go out into the world, you know? Yeah. And that, and that it, was it. it. I was hard. like, I, hard, this yeah. isn't going to put me into debt. And this, I'm not ready to just do this on my own anyway. And I need a transition period. So this is my transition period. And frankly, if I learned nothing about photography here, which hasn't been the case, I've learned a ton already, but I, this is my thought process going in. I was like, if I learn nothing about photography here, I know at least I'll make some connections with some good people here. And so far I have. Already have, yeah. Yeah, I already have. So, already have. Um, you know, like you and then like my fellow like peer photographers and then like Dan Hughes. Yeah, that's what I was. As much as I hate to say it, don't go if you're going to be in a ton of debt because it's just not a good idea as a photographer. It's going to be really hard to, to get out of that yeah. hole and make some money from photography first and then go back to school when you can afford it. That's what I would say. Number one is, is yeah. as, as much as it really sucks in America, college is a, a lot about money, and you, you you're going there to make money, but you're also going there to spend money, and uh, so if if you're going to be in debt, I don't recommend it, and that's just like from a very logical standpoint. Now, yeah. that doesn't go for everyone. If you really need to go to college because you need that transition period, like I myself did. That's and, fine. And you're just That's not fine. ready. Yeah. You can that that does make sense to be in debt because if you're not ready to go out into the world and this you don't perfect. go to college, you're going to be in debt anyway. Yeah. So you might as well go to college. So that's kind of the thought process there. But as a photographer, if you trust yourself that you're good enough not to go to college, go for it. Go for it. I have a friend right now um back in Michigan and 
he's like kind of going to college. I think he's doing some online thing for business, but he just like his he's a year younger than us. What's his name? Um, Seraphim. He probably doesn't care if I say his oh, name. Cool, cool. But he he's amazing. He he you know uh, he visited me here. I don't think he. Oh, knows. I think he talked about yeah. that. But yeah. Um, but he's great, and he just like his senior year of high school. He just like sent it and he went down to detroit he joined uh brought detroit as his media group down there he started doing fashion shoots oh and now he does it i think on his own that's awesome and now he's he's looking at a um like a he's gonna be like a photographer for a talent agency and he's gonna be able to travel to like all these cool places that's awesome photograph and he's only a year it's only a year he's a year younger than us a year younger high school so like and this guy i mean i think he's gonna go to college because he you know he can't he wants to but but he doesn't need to go to college. Frankly. He doesn't need to. And I'm, I think he wants to, to some degree. And well, it's, uh, it's the place for you yeah. to really like learn. Yeah, it is. You know? And but the point being, it, some people don't have to and shouldn't. No. But then there's no, other yeah. people that should. And and I think where you have to make that decision is you have to trust your gut. You absolutely have yeah. to trust your gut. And some people will tell you the wrong thing, even if they're close to you. And even like, uh, someone out of my make, I won't say his name because I don't want to. Um, get in trouble for it, but uh, he he didn't spend much time as a senior student because he spent yeah. a lot of time at home, like doing online stuff instead. Right. And even with COVID, he didn't do the same thing either. But he knew for certain that he did not want to go to our, like a college. He, right. Yeah. He already had a full time job. He had a lot of things going for him. But people in his family told him you should definitely go to college and do like what you like it was a family thing for them to go to college and do this and obviously that can be like annoying or can be like whatever right. i don't uh, i guess i'll do it like because my parents want me to but when he did it was like an awakening moment for yeah him. like i he think that became, happens to a lot of people he became and that, that's happened for me that's happened for you probably as well yeah. and for a ton of other people but for him it was like such a awakening moment and yeah. he does not regret it like yeah he does not I, I think it at all I think, you know, I know what I said a couple of minutes ago kind of might have ticked some people back to, like, not wanting to go to college. But, frankly, you should at least try it. I mean, maybe you can, try You could try it. Just try it. Yeah. And yeah. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. People, but, even the guy, I don't know if you heard from Dan or Anton about it, but a guy who went here uh, did a lot of amazing uh, skater photography, was, like, killing it in the game. Yeah. But then he got like an opportunity from like Rolling Stones or something, uh-huh. and then he just left that and is now in California like doing his yeah. thing. So it's just people have their own journey. Yeah, it, you you have to trust your gut. That's yeah. like the moral of the story. You yeah, just, you just kind of have to. Do it's, what there's you no know wrong or right answer with it. It's just going yeah. with what's best for you and your gut and yeah. what you know. Definitely. Yeah. And sometimes college can be can get you to the same spot, but maybe faster. And sometimes it can also get you the same spot, but slower. It just, it, but maybe if but it it's gets what's you right there for you. slower, it's it's first of all right for you, and also maybe it'll be more profitable and more rewarding in the end. And you know, I mean, just like even the social aspect of being at college, and I can safely talk about this because this is not a party school, but yeah, it's the not. social it's aspect not. of just being friends with people who are like-minded is really cool. It's nice. Yeah. And and I have never been around so many photographers, and I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't well, know. Yeah, As a photography sure. major, I think it's worth it, but you have to find the right school. 
So. Yeah, that too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. RIT is a good option. Yeah. So. Um, SCAD isn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no um, shade. I mean, to be honest. No I've shade with SCAD, but it's I, like. I won't throw shade at SCAD, but I've heard some not so great things sus. about them. It's yeah. a sus college because so. they give you money out of nowhere. Yeah. They I, give you so much money. Yeah. And like. They, they also apparently push you to be creative like way more than is needed. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I, we looked at that, it's me whack. and Michaela, and we were like, no, we're not doing this. It's whack. It's so. a really, not to really throw shit at them, but like. Yeah. I on. actually, I won a, a uh, congressional photography award, and they flew me down to D.C. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, it actually, my piece hung between the U.S. Capitol and the office of the House Are of Representatives. Serious? Yeah, there's a tunnel underneath. Wait, DC what? Under. You're, you're joking. No, I'm not. I never told you about this, but. I won an award and they they flew me down there and my one of my pieces hung in between because there's like the House of Representatives the yes. reps, ugh, House of Representatives office building where they do like work and then yeah. there's the Capitol yeah where they like they go on the floor and there's a underground tunnel that goes from there to there yeah. so they can go under it yeah kind of like RIT yeah and they're with a lot of other people from yeah. other congressional no, districts I've seen, and hung down there yeah and um, SCAD gave me like a ton of money from that like they didn't give me cash they gave me a scholarship from that but it was a ton of money and they basically said so, like in the letter like we wait, can't say you're accepted but because you won this award you're probably going to get accepted if you apply so so wait was it you sorry you had a picture down in that area yeah that you would just explain yeah a print down in that area is that a very like rare accomplishment or is that something? i don't know i, I mean i mean it's, I, it, it definitely sounds, sounds like cool, it but it definitely, there, i mean there are a good amount of people there i'm not saying that's i mean props to you that sounds great i'm just curious if that's like something that's I, yeah rare. i don't i don't that's know all. how rare it is i mean the you have the image yeah it's 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 i'm uh, curious i'm really curious that's fascinating called the apple on the beach um that's really awesome it's an interesting photo i took a while ago um but, but that's that's awesome man yeah it like, was really. cool it was a cool experience i don't know how like rare it is there were a ton of things there and i don't no, know how many other people but, submitted I mean, but that's awesome yeah um i never submitted to the contest again there was something uh i remember um it, it, it felt really rewarding um it was like a triple c award they do it in new york state oh yeah um, here it is oh that's awesome yeah it's cool it's not it's not like my favorite picture i ever took but no but people that's liked great it. And that's, you know, that's awesome that you submitted to it and tried it. And like Google or that competition you, yeah. you yourself that you won. I mean, it's 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 definitely important to submit to those kinds of things, especially yeah. at such a big level. Definitely. It's, you should always try. You should yeah. always put yourself out there. And coming back, yeah. you should always just go for it and, and try. Go with your gut and yeah. try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you can, like, move on. You could do a nice yeah, thing. Just drop out or... Yeah. Or if you d decide not to go to college and then you decide you do want to go to college, you, you can do that too. You can just come in next year. Yeah, So, definitely. you know, just trust your gut and go for it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you can figure something else out, but just never give up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely the best. Because there's no, I, I looked on YouTube so many times if dropping out of college or not yeah, going yeah. to college right. was the right decision. And it's yeah. like, there's just, there's just, there it's your there opinion, you know, it's your, it's your it's path. Not, yeah, it's what you make of it yeah absolutely i think i even tried to find one on peter mckinnon um, yeah but just didn't find it <laughs> yeah and i was just like yeah no he way. didn't go to he didn't go for photography no he didn't yeah. he did other things yeah first but anyway all right that was good yeah um 
yeah, that's been this episode of the podcast that I will find a name for. Sorry, I can't right now, but uh, uh, Jack of All Trades was the name, but that has been taken and I don't want to get sued for it. <laughs> so I will come up with something better. Zach Adams, once again, amazing photographer. Thank you. Award-winning photographer yeah, that yeah, I just found out about. about that, yeah, but I have a few scholastic awards too, but I'm... Uh, scholastic? Yeah, scholastic. Oh, my God. Um, That's awesome. But Michaela has many more than I do, and so does Seraphim. But, uh, <laughs> it's, That's awesome. Yeah, but anyway, go on. Finish your... No, but thing. yeah. yeah. Um, Zach Adams, once again, check out his YouTube channel. Check out his Instagram. He's not hard to find. Yeah, uh, Zach Adams at JPG on Instagram. Z-A-C-H-A-D-A-M-S dot JPG on Instagram. And then my website is on there. Uh, yeah. ZachAdamsPhotography.com. Yeah, definitely. Check it all out. It's dope stuff. Thank you. It. And then sure. my YouTube is just Zach Adams. There's the one video, but that's also linked in my Instagram. Yeah, he so actually just has. Yeah, he has a, a picture of it at least instead of other people just having like their initial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not hard to find either. But yeah, uh, check him out. All right. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, Jack. Of course. Peace. Peace.